Hello, welcome to Life Coaching on the Move. I'm your host, Dawn Fisk. Welcome along. Um, This is about the 58th episode. So if you're new to this podcast, there are uh, 57 others at least uh, in the back catalogue. Feel free to visit those. If you're going to listen to any in particular, I would say the first at least six are... um, the ones that um, they lay out my whole sort of foundation of my coaching. So if you've got those, the rest draw from them really. Although each and every one of them is packed full of practical tips for you to use in your everyday life in order to grow your confidence, uh, to improve how you respond to your emotions, uh, to help you feel happier, more in control, better time management, better productivity, uh, minimal stress, and just generally shake things up in your life a little bit. Um, I don't write a script, so I just talk um, on a subject freely. So it's very authentic and very real, Um, but bear with me on some of the sound quality because I don't edit. Um, And they're often recorded when I'm out in the woods, walking the dogs, out in nature, by myself, without being interrupted by the family, etc. That's where I'm most creative, um, most uh, sort of most natural, really. So come along with me quite often on a dog walk, and we mull over a a given subject. If you are a regular listener, thanks ever so much again for coming back. I am thrilled that so many people are coming back and I'm getting emails and feedback about it, really positive um, comments. So, And I really appreciate that. It does make me know that I'm doing the right thing, that to stick with it um, and that it is helping and um, it is being listened to. So that, that always does help to know that you're not speaking to a, a black hole, really. So today we are discussing um, how to feel more in control, how to feel better in our work, um, more sense of achievement and how to feel happier and therefore as a byproduct of that we all feel more confident. Um, That is what we're addressing today. I have an announcement at the end of the podcast about a summer sale coming up but predominantly it's about my two online programs that are available to purchase. One shorter one is on time management and one much longer seven module program about stress management and a good work-life balance and much better mental health and um, just well-being really either of which are available to purchase via the website www.milestone-coaching.co.uk once you've downloaded them either of them both of them whichever you want um, they are then yours to keep you have those in your inbox and you can revisit them in the next months years every time you need to come back on course a little bit a bit like an airline pilot getting an airplane back on course which is what they do all the way to the destination we're a bit like that um, humans just need bringing back on course a little bit so you would own that and would be able to visit it whenever you need and you can go at your own pace and you can do it in the comfort of your own home um, or at work, whatever. Or you can purchase it for a team member if you're a team leader or a boss or a company owner for their personal development. So www.milestone-coaching.co.uk. With that, let's launch into this week's episode of Life Coaching on the Move. Today I want to start the episode by asking you a question, as you know I quite often do that. Um, 
to get you involved really, to get you thinking straight away and uh, to get us straight into the subject. And today's question is, what one thing could you do that if you did every single day from here onwards would have a significant difference, significant impact in fact, on your time management, on your efficiency, on your productivity, and how you generally felt in terms of controlling your time in your day. So what, what would it be? I'll put that question to you again because I waffled in it. <laughs> um, what one thing could you do from today that if you did every single day would have a significant impact in your time management and your effectiveness and your results? Um, so if you're able to, you might want to write that down depending on where you're listening to this. You might be listening to it on the treadmill or driving um, or cleaning, um, which is often when I listen to my podcasts, not my podcasts, but podcasts, um, when I'm cleaning the house and doing the ironing. So if you're able to jot it down, then do. If not, just give it some thought. You might want to pause um, the podcast or you might actually want to mull it over for the whole day. The next question is the same really, but slightly different wording. What one thing could you do today that if you did every day from here onwards would have a significant impact on your happiness? Um, that's a biggie, isn't it? So what one thing if you did it every day would have a significant impact in terms of improving your happiness? And actually, once you've mulled that over, um, you might want to add in an extra level to that question by saying what two things. So what two things could you do each day that would have a significant impact on your time management and your effectiveness? And equally, what two things, if you were to do them every day from here onwards, would have a significant impact on your happiness? Then you might want to give some thought to what one thing could you do if you did it every day would have a significant impact on your confidence. Same thing, just slightly different direction. And we, this really is building on the last few weeks worth of episodes where I've got you thinking about uh, your strategies that you've tried and tested in the past that, that you've drawn on, perhaps unknowingly, in order to achieve something great that you feel phenomenally proud of. It might have been a big challenge in your life that you signed up for. Um, it might have been some fundraising or some big fitness sport achievement, or it might have been going, you know, launching a new business, writing a book, uh, auditioning for a show, and joining the amateur dramatics, joining Toastmasters like my guest, and doing your first ever presentation. Uh, might have been taking a job that was a big leap for you in your career, but you took it and you're doing really, really well, but you were terrified, but you did it. So in the last few episodes, I've been getting you to reflect back on what and how you have managed to do those things. And therefore by doing that and by dissecting and doing a post-mortem on how you, you set about that, what got you to to agree to it, what got you to say yes to it, what, how you cope with the nerves beforehand, how you coped with the nerves, self-doubt, etc., during, and how you came out the other side thriving, proud, 
a real sense of achievement. You'd grown, you were bigger in terms of your confidence, your self-belief, all of that had had a massive lift because these things are so, so good for us. So good for us. So the questions I've just put to you now are about thinking about the future because I know, having worked for 17 years with hundreds and hundreds of clients, I know that most of us have already got our answers. They're just buried deep. We just don't maybe ask ourselves the question, or maybe we don't consider that we've got the answer. Maybe we don't realize we've got the answer. Um, or we don't trust ourselves enough to have the answer, or maybe we're not even asking ourselves the question in the first place. Maybe we're a bit um, in automatic pilot, something like that. Maybe we're just getting up, doing the routine, doing, 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 getting on, head down, coming home, going to bed. Tomorrow, same. Repeat, repeat, repeat. We're on that treadmill. Um, and. What I love about these podcasts, I know from people who have um, given me feedback or been in touch or booked coaching and work with me and I've got to know them better, I know that often you're listening to this maybe on a commuter train, on your way to work, um, out on a dog walk, those sorts of things, and you are open-minded. That's why you're listening to podcasts not just this one, but most people who listen to one podcast will go on to listen to lots of different uh, styles and deliveries of podcasts by different people. So you, you, I know you've got an open mind first. Uh, you've got the potential for a good growth mindset because you're listening to thoughts and you're trying to learn and you're willing to grow. And this really, really excites me because I do believe if we're not growing, and we're not at least keeping an open mind and being prepared to dip our toe and feel prepared to take on some new thoughts or some new ways, then, then we're quite closed mindset and we're, we are running the risk perhaps of just being on that kind of robotic treadmill existing, just sleepwalking really, that's the phrase, sleepwalking through life or drifting. And there's nothing wrong with that for a while. And at times we actually need to do that. We need to do that to reserve some energy, to recharge maybe, to have a downtime, have rest. And sometimes it's simple, sometimes it's straightforward, sometimes it's undemanding, and sometimes we need that. Um, but overall in life, we need to be growing. We need to be alive. We need to be excited. We need to be interested. We need to be intrigued. We need to be curious. We need to be taking some risks. Uh, we need to be growing. So although it's nice to be in our comfort zone a lot of the time, it's safe and familiar, we do need to step outside of that. As I said in the last couple of podcasts, step out into a slightly unknown territory to be challenged, to be stretched, to feel alive, to grow and to move forward and to develop. So my questions to you of what one thing could you do, I absolutely certain you, you had an answer. 
I know I'm not with you, but I'd be prepared to put money on the fact that you had an answer to those questions. Um, I always put that question at the beginning of a workshop, particularly the one I use it most for is um, my uh, time management workshop. If I'm running that in front of a group, live in front of a group, I'll start after our introductions, or I introduce myself and get them to tell me who they are, um, I will then straight away ask that question and get them to write an answer. And I would say 100% of the time, delegates write something down. I don't think over all the years I've ever had anybody say, I don't know, there's nothing, there's nothing I could do that would I could do from today, um, as far as I'm aware, that would change my time management improve my time management. Everybody's always written something. And that can vary. Because, and the reason I put it to people is because I know from working with so many clients that most of the time we've already got some answers. Not always, and that's why they're on the workshop, to learn new strategies, to learn new ways to, from me and what I bring to the workshop, but also from each other finding out what's working for their, their, their colleagues because they're in a familiar environment, similar background, similar, uh, similar challenges and work pressures because they're in the same organisation. So this is what I love about workshops and group uh, working, group learning, because you learn from each other, it's shared experiences. Uh, the confidence groups that I'm running on Zoom at the moment, I'm running two at the moment, two different groups, so group coaching, um, although it's not quite the same as one-to-one -one coaching, it's not tailored specifically to one person's own challenges, it is brilliant for the fact that they each hear each other's struggles, achievements, challenges, successes, strategies, um, etc. And so they're learning so much from each other, um, which is just brilliant to watch. So in these time management workshops, um, they learn from each other and they exchange ideas. So in that one question, they already, within five minutes of the workshop, have some answers from themselves and from each other. Um, often, depending on the company, depending on the nature of the, the work that they're dealing with, they often put similar things such as turn off email notifications when I'm working on an important project. And that is a lesson, isn't it, for all of us, even for me, <laughs> when I have a day doing the housework, right, it's a cleaning day today, I'm going to blitz the house and get all the bedding changed and get the washing out, etc, etc. Um, I know that if I just focus, get on with it, just get on with it, that phrase that I use, uh, don't procrastinate, don't avoid, just stay focused, listen to a podcast, um, I can get it done in about three or four hours. If I keep stopping and checking my emails, checking my phone, checking this, I get drawn in, I reply to that email, then I reply to that phone message, um, and then I'll make a cup of tea, and then I might have a couple of biscuits or more, etc., <laughs> um, etc. Et and it will take me all day to do the housework. And I feel rubbish, I hate the waste of time, I feel 
cross with myself, frustrated. Um, I, I start hating how much more have I got to do and um, it's horrible. It's, you're in a downward spiral because you don't feel a sense of achievement. When I'm flying around the house and I've got some good music on maybe, I'll put some rock on or something like that, I can blitz the house really fast. I feel energized, I feel much better and I feel in control. That's because I'm not procrastinating, I'm not avoiding, I'm getting it done, that sense of achievement. That's just with the housework. And that is so true of every other task. If I'm having a, a marketing day or an admin day and doing all the invoicing and, and um, some, you know, some promotion, if I keep jumping from one job to another, don't complete anything and dipping into this, dipping into that, it's horrible. So this is why I believe that time management is so key. It actually, the answers to those questions are what you can do each day to improve your time management, what you can do each day to improve your happiness, what you can do each day to improve your confidence. I actually think those three things are really, really interrelated because I know from working with people, and I know from my own experience, if I'm having a really productive day, I'm on fire, I'm working well, I'm really focused, I'm really on task, um, I'm, I'm concentrating on the important things first, and I'm getting them ticked off my to-do list, then I'm covering some other things, then I'm being really creative, and I'm really, really staying on task and staying focused and achieving loads. I then feel happier. So that answer to the second question perhaps might be, and I am almost guarantee you probably didn't put the answer to your happiness was good time management, but I am certain with good time management we feel better because humans feel better when they feel in control. When you've got good time management and you're staying to task, sticking to task, getting good results, feel on fire, the momentum's going, you're energised and you're focused you feel happier. Um, when I'm procrastinating, I hate myself. I hate the day. Uh, I feel rubbish. Um, I know I'm procrastinating. It feels awful. Um, and actually, procrastination takes up a lot of energy. <laughs> it's exhausting. I'll just uh, do the ironing before I do that uh, long email or I'll, I'll just make those couple of phone calls or and then I'll make a cup of tea oh I better get the kids lunch ready and before I know it it's now 2 p.m. if you hear yourself say I'll just you know you're procrastinating um, so those those are the key words really um, and that is exhausting you're putting in uh, we I throw in a lot of energy behind avoiding doing a task in fact it's perverse really because if we threw that same energy into just getting on with it which is my favorite phrase just do it if I just did it just got that long email done or just got that really awkward phone call made or um, just got those slides put together I know my head knows from my own experience and from everything that I teach in the time management workshops, I know that then I'll be on a roll and I'll feel so much better. I won't feel exhausted. I won't feel I've wasted energy or time. I'll feel good, positive, happy, in control, sense of achievement. And therefore it knocks on to our happiness. And so if we address the time management issue, we then are helping our happiness. But equally, if we've addressed those two areas and we feel happier and in control and good results and very productive, of course we feel more confident. 
because we're feeling good in our role we're feeling good when looking at our boss when looking at our team members or our customers or our clients or our colleagues or our team that we lead whoever it is if you're feeling that you're on fire and you're achieving and you're working really really well and that makes you feel happy you're also going to feel more confident so it's a win-win-win um, how to feel better this week now I'm recording this on a Monday or it's going out on a Monday you might be listening to it today when it's delivered so it's the beginning of a week I know it's great to start clear slate beginning of a week why not hit uh, the deck uh, the ground running why not sit down answer those three questions get your answer to those three questions and now from those answers write yourself a commit committed action plan whatever your answers were whether it was turn off my notifications or um, only have three email slots per day where I check my emails and respond to them straight away, action all of them, then turn the email off and go off and do those other tasks such as that presentation or whatever it is or that team meeting or whatever. Um, if that's your answer and you do now actually apply it instead of just write or think about your answer, now actually use it, turn it around and commit to using it every day between now and the next episode. So there's another week until I download the next episode. Here's the challenge. Whatever your answer to those three questions at the beginning of this podcast, I'm challenging you and encouraging you to actually put those in place every day between now and the next episode. For, so for a week, whenever you're listening to this, it doesn't matter whether you're listening to it in real time, which is July, uh, Monday, July, or um, I've forgotten the sixth, I think, today, or whether you're listening to it in 2021 in December. It makes no odds. Whenever you're listening to this, turn it around and turn it into action. So apply your three answers and test yourself this time next week, whenever you're listening to this, will you feel more in control? I guarantee you will. Will you feel more uh, will you feel happier as a result? I guarantee you will. And will you feel more confident? Yes, you will. Now, if you, if I had said to you, I can give you a little tonic that if you drink this today, this time next week, you'll be feeling happier, more confident and um, much more efficient, you would probably purchase that if it were on the shopping channel or Amazon or whatever. Um, you would probably want that. Who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want better results? and to feel happier and more confident. I defy the majority of the population would like a little dose of that if they can, but it's at your fingertips. You knew your answers already. There are many, many other answers too. There are many, many other strategies that you haven't yet tried and tested. Um, um, same for me. Um, I'm still learning all the time. I love learning. I love trying new things. I love hearing new things and seeing new things from other people who've tried and tested them and found they work. Um, so this applies to me too. So uh, it's a Monday, I'm shaking everything up and um, improving everything and I'd love you to join me in that challenge too. Um, while, while I was um, thinking about time management actually, there was a great, I don't know, this um, might be something I've mentioned before, but if I haven't, there is a great, um, guy called Andy 
as in Andrew, Andy, A-N-D-Y, and his surname is Bounds, B-O-U-N-D-S, um, Andy Bounds. He's written a couple of books on good communication in business. Um, he's a bit of an expert in that. He wrote one called The Jelly Effect, all about improving your communication uh, with customers and things like that. It's good for anybody, actually. Um, no matter what your field and also I think his second one was called the snowball effect which actually was my preferred one that was my favorite one but he uh, you can sign up on his website to his Tuesday tips which is basically an email that comes into your uh, inbox every Tuesday with another communication tip it's free I think he's also on his website got some free videos that you can look at certainly on YouTube he does but if you subscribe to him he's a great guy um, really useful tips. I've subscribed to him now for about eight years, I think, and look forward to his Tuesday tips. And the, he was recently sent one through uh, of a client of his who literally sent this email out and it said, write you lot, that's how, how, <laughs> that's how it was worded. We are going to meet, 10 minute meeting um, on such and such a date. Ten, maximum 10 minutes where we will decide this course of action or this course A or B whichever you know um, he had two two options uh, we will have made that decision um, before 10 minutes so please attend with your view with your your vote or your preference so they knew in advance what the meeting was specifically about it was very specific which I love they knew in advance, so they had time to think it through, prepare, do whatever they had to do, research the pros and cons, the whys and wherefores, whatever. And they had to arrive with their viewpoint, their vote. And they knew in advance that they only had 10 minutes. So they only needed to uh, block out 10 minutes of their time away from their own work. They knew that um, and they knew what for, and what they had to contribute. What straight talking that is. Isn't that so much more refreshing than the rubbish that so often goes on? Sorry to say it, but there is so much wasted time in industry these days with non-specific, wishy-washy, unclear communication. How often does a, a meeting invite or a calendar invite go into your calendar if you're in business? Uh, for approximately an hour. It's usually a nice round time, like an hour or two, um, blocked out in your diary for a meeting to discuss X, Y, and Z. Not to decide, but to discuss. So let's say eight of you are called to this meeting. You're not clear on what your role is in it. It's just to discuss. What's the point of that? Um, you haven't got any preparation to do beforehand. You just have to block your time out, go there for a meeting. Let's say eight of you are around that table discussing whatever. Nothing's really being achieved. If there's eight of you, that is eight hours of work time spent around that table. And who says it's going to be an hour? Why an hour? We just round it up to an hour. And if we give ourselves an hour, it, it will take an hour. If we give ourselves 10 minutes, and that example that I gave you, by the way, they had they achieved it, they decided within nine minutes. Love that. What if every meeting was approached like that? Specific, clear, with a, 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 
with boundaries, with a limited time, with the appropriate limited time, and job done, they achieved it. Clear communication, instead of just general, big gap, big amount of time, sit round, pour your coffee, catch up on how the children are doing, get round to discussing, you have to rediscuss what was discussed last time to just recap, do a bit of discussion, and then schedule the next meeting to make a decision. Waste of time. Meetings need to be sorted out. Um, we, we've got to change the way we're approaching them if they're like that. I, I love that example that he gave. If we all clearly communicated what we needed, A or B, or A, B and C, by when, how, and gave ourselves less time. I love standing meetings. Um, a lot of companies, uh, a company that I was working in have just standing meetings around a kind of high raised little little table. You all just stand around there. Because the minute you sit down and you pour your coffee, you're in, you're in there then, you're comfy, aren't you? <laughs> You're not going anywhere for a while. Stand up, get your meeting discussed, or better still, you know my passion for being outside and moving and exercise and fresh air and vitamin D is the walk and talk meeting. Walk, go for a walk and discuss it. Um, you're killing three birds or more with one stone with that, getting oxygen to your brain, walking along, you're not eyeballing each other, you're not eye to eye, eye contact, it's no pressure, side by side. Um, going for a walk, getting some exercise, etc. Anyway, I've gone right off down a different path. <laughs> this is my want. You, you all know now that I don't write scripts, and so I go off down tangents. So, with time management, we need to sort it out because I do genuinely believe when we're running well with our time, and let's face it, time is a commodity. Time is precious. Time, you know, we can run out of time. We can waste time. Equally, we can save time. Time is a gift. Our time is, is our one resource. It is a huge resource. If we use it and spend it wisely and save it where we can um, and enjoy it when we give ourselves downtime. And I do believe we need both. We need good work time and good downtime. And it's not that one is taking away from the other. I actually believe they complement each other and they are as necessary as each other. We do need to work well, to work hard, to work efficiently and feel good about it. But equally, we need to rest well have downtime, have, um, and when I say rest well, for some people resting might mean around a golf, walking a lot of steps around a golf course. For some people it might be rock climbing and getting their adrenaline going. Um, for others it might be skateboarding or um, trail running or whatever it is. It doesn't matter as long as they are recharging their batteries, having fun, having some de-stressing time, uh, switching off from work, the two complement each other, the two underpin each other. They don't detract from each other, they're as equally important and as necessary and as crucial to all of our survival and happiness and quality of life, but they, they help each other, they don't take away from, I, I'm not explaining that very well, but it is, it is important to say that the two are, they're in the same camp, they're not opposites, they're not separate. 
Um, so they're equally important. Good quality downtime is far better than wasted downtime on a sofa, not really watching anything, it's all rubbish on TV, not really doing anything, just scrolling through the, on the phone, not really eating a proper meal, just snacking. It, that, that's not quality downtime, that's not recharging. That's just blobbing <laughs> um, and existing. Um, and then falling into bed, getting up in the morning and repeat, repeat. That's the sleepwalking I'm talking about. So it's, it's being conscious, it's being aware, it's being alert to good quality, specific chosen downtime um, and good quality work. So um, I think the, the, the two are hand in hand. They are companions, not enemies. They're not opposites. So that's another thing. And the thing to get over procrastination, by the way, is if any of you have not heard of Mel Robbins, she's got loads of stuff, books, TED Talks, YouTube clips, all sorts of things. But her classic, simple as you like, but so effective, often the simple things are, aren't they? Uh, the five second rule, just do it on five. Just count to five. It's actually not count to five, it's count from five, it's backwards because counting backwards re-scrambles our brain. So if we are procrastinating and I'm doing what I said earlier, I'll just do the ironing before I do that present, I'll just make that phone call, I'll just, if I know I'm procrastinating, I have to stop. What is it that I'm avoiding? Okay, that's key, that needs to be dealt with, that needs to be sorted and now. And so on five, and count backwards from five, you re-scramble the brain, the, all the neurology, all that's going on, trying to talk yourself out of it. Because all of the overthinking does is just find a way to talk you out of it um, and give you excuses and give you different things and uh, distractions. If you cut all of that out with the five second rule, which is basically right on five, I am going to pick that phone up and make that call. Um, I'm going to count backwards from five and when I get there I'm going to pick up my keys and just drive just go shoes on go don't think about it or I'm gonna do the five second rule from five and just send that email just press send whatever it is that you're avoiding you've just got to get on with it count backwards from five five four three two one and I get out of bed I'm not gonna press snooze I'm going to on five get out get on on five, I'm going to get out, get on and go for a run or go to the gym or um, whatever it is that you're avoiding. And <laughs> a friend of mine gets her gym kit on and <laughs> it makes me smile. It's so sweet. But she gets her gym kit on in the morning and then she stays in it all day and she doesn't manage to drag herself out. Or, or this was when she first started running. I don't know if she still does this now, but she decided she needed to run a little bit. And so she was, I think, doing couch to 5K. So she would get up, get in her kit, and then procrastinate all day. And she would eventually go at about 4 p.m. She must have been exhausted by 4 p.m. to have avoided it all day, even though she was even dressed and ready to go. And I laughed with her once and said, why don't you just get dressed and just go? no 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 wow and she gave all the reasons all the reasons that she's told herself that all her self-talk has given her <laughs> talking herself out of it but actually once she found that when she did just go nine on a saturday so in her kit 9 30 just go she was done by about quarter past 10 <laughs> 
she was free. She was free. She had that cloud lifted from her. So, so freeing. So use the five second rule. It's dead straightforward, dead simple, free, available to all of us. Count backwards from five and just do it. So you've got your answers. Hopefully you've made me a commitment um, mentally in your head that you're going to do those steps every day for the next week and let the results sell themselves to you. Uh, sign up for the Andy Bounds Tuesday tips if you like. Uh, I've got nothing to lose and there's some nice little things in there, useful little things all about uh, all, everything, how to communicate on the phone, how to communicate in meetings, how to communicate via emails and get their attention and the right headings and so on. Um, and try the five second rule. There's some real practical tips for you for this week. I hope they help. Um, just to conclude, by the way, um, as I say, we are in July. So um, the announcement that I wanted to make is that in August, which is not far away, it's gonna come around before we know it, the way this year's going, uh, I'm gonna have a summer sale on my online programs. I have two available at the moment. Whether I'll have a third by then, I'm not sure. But at the moment, I have a really short, punchy, packed, full of tips and strategies and very practical um, couple of hour in, in duration for you to do and to complete workshop on time management. That's online and can be purchased and downloaded. And then once you've done that, it is yours to own for good. You can keep coming back to it and whatever. Um, so that's a good, really practical one. That's going to be on sale in August. Um, and so you can learn at your own pace. You can learn at your leisure, at home, and the comfort of your own sofa. I just feel that August is such a down month, isn't it? Not, not, down tools month, I should say, where a lot of us have some time. Um, we could be sat by a pool on holiday, maybe, who knows? Not maybe so much in 2020, but you might be listening to this in 21. Or you might be having a stay and at home in your garden or wherever. So I think August could be a great time for all of us actually to do some learning, to do some development, personal development work, ready for hitting the ground running in September, coming back efficient, practical, on track. Um, but actually it's appropriate any time. So time management will be um, a 10% summer sale in August. And for my listeners, that this is for my listeners, there will be a code. I will announce the code in the next couple of weeks, but if not, just have a look on, on the website. Then uh, the second program is a much longer seven module, uh, so at least seven week program. Um, I recommend having a week in between each modules, preferably. But once you purchase it, you get all seven modules. So you can effectively go at your own pace, but I do recommend a gap in between so that you can apply the strategies and get them ingrained before going on to module two and three, etc. That's all about stress, stress management. Stress is such a biggie. I know we've been in a pandemic, but I actually believe there's an epidemic amongst us humans in terms of stress. We have never been more stressed than I think we are currently um, and ha the last year or few years. Um, I think maybe technology isn't helping our stress. We are under so much pressure to be always working, always available. Um, 
transport you know we have to we feel we've always got to be entertaining our kids driving to them to the next activity booking them in booking our work in juggling everything um, aging parents that we might be looking after much more than we had to previously um, because they live a lot longer and social care is all different and uh, just everything and our the way we live is different parents live other sides of the country or the world from us and it's all so difficult uh, we've got so much uh, difficult different challenges in our lives these days than when we used to have aunts and uncles and cousins and things sort of a few doors down and we'd all help each other so for those reasons so, so for so many reasons we are a stressed stressed nation or animal I guess um, so this is a seven week stress program again you own it once you download it seven modules um, that's also on a 10% summer sale. So both of which uh, are geared to be full of practical tips, to genuinely be able to be used in your life to help you, to genuinely be able to help your happiness, your mental health, your well-being, your work-life balance from either of them, and overall happiness generally, and that's got to be a good thing. So they're there if you want to have a little look. Um, and if not, I will speak to you next week after your good, strong, confident, productive week on next week's episode of Life Coaching on the Move.